0: This is the One Verse Podcast, where we liberate scripture from religion, one verse at a time. Welcome to the One Verse Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jeremy Myers. This is episode number 92. We're looking at Jonah 4.3. The title of this podcast is why Jonah wanted God to kill him. Let me remember at the very beginning of our study of Jonah, we encountered two questions about Jonah's strange behavior in the book. Uh, God asked Jonah to go preach judgment against the wicked city of Nineveh, and Jonah instead got on a boat and headed the opposite direction towards Tarshish. And so the first question was, why would Jonah do that? You and I, we would gladly go preach judgment against our enemies, right? Not Jonah. He heads off in the other direction. Why? And uh, then Jonah's behavior got even stranger. It seemed that Jonah had a death wish. Uh, Through his words and actions in Jonah's chapter 1 and 2, Jonah made it quite clear he wanted to die. And so the second question is, why? Why does Jonah want to die? We're going to get answers to both questions in today's study, Jonah chapter 4, verse 3, and you will be shocked by what you learn. Uh, It's so shocking, in fact, most people fail to miss it. All right? And I'll point it out to you today, though. I'm sorry. Fail to see it. Did I say fail to miss it? They fail to see it. Most people miss it and fail to see it. Anyway, we'll we'll look at that today. Now, uh, before we get to that, I do want to invite you to join my advanced reader team. This is a team of people who get my books for free, absolutely free, in advance of everybody else. And uh, then as part of that team, you read the book, and if you want to, point out mistakes, typos, grammar mistakes, that sort of a thing. That's optional, though you don't have to. Also, I ask you to leave a review of the book on Amazon when it is finally published, okay? So I've got a new book coming out on prayer And I hope to have it out by Christmas, which means I need to send the free book out to people on the Advanced Reader Team by the end of October. So if you're listening to this in October 2017, please go sign up for the Advanced Reader Team and find the application at redeeminggod.com slash art, A-R-T. All right? And if you're listening to this after October of 2017, that's okay. You can still go apply because I have lots of books coming out in the future, basically whenever you hear this, I almost guarantee if I'm still alive, there are more books in the works will be coming out soon, and I hope to have this advanced reader team grow uh, every year. So uh, apply, even when no matter when you're listening to this, if, if this uh, sounds interesting to you and you want to help me with that. Okay? And uh, especially if you're an author, you know, if you're part of this team, I would love to help you do what I can to help you promote your books as well in the future. Anyway, go to redeeminggod.com slash A-R-T to apply. And uh, with that, let's turn to our study of Jonah chapter 4, verse 3. So Jonah 4.3 is the last part of Jonah's first honest prayer to God in, in uh, the book of Jonah. And uh, we looked at the, how this is his first honest prayer last week when we looked at Jonah 4.2. Uh, but here, Jonah 4.3, Jonah is concluding his prayer to Yahweh, and he says, Please, take my life from me. Remember, he's angry. Please take my life from me, for death is better to me than life. (laughs) Uh, Very dramatic, Jonah. Um, But but again, uh, the the text is revealing that once again, Jonah prefers death to life. And uh, this is what we have seen from the story of Jonah over and over since chapter one. Uh, And since Jonah wants to die, the question has been why? Why does Jonah Want to die? It's been one of the pressing questions we've faced uh, since Jonah chapter one, and of course, uh, sort of as I indicated just a few minutes ago in the intro, it's related to his actions of fleeing to Tarshish. The two questions in the book are: Why did Jonah flee to Tarshish? Why does Jonah want to die? And um, in in the opening statement of of the prayer here, back in verse two, this is what we saw last week. Jonah says, "This is why I fled to Tarshish." Okay. And then he goes on to describe God's character. And now he says, so God, just go ahead and kill me. Kill me now. So what does Jonah mean? You know, what's the logical connection between why Jonah fled to Tarshish and why Jonah wants to die? Well, it's just not just me who's noticed these issues in the story. Most scholars, pastors, commentators uh, have noticed this as well. And uh, so there's two common views on why, there's there's lots of views, but there's two common views on why Jonah fled to Tarshish and why Jonah wants to die. The first common explanation is that Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh because he didn't want Nineveh to repent, okay? Uh, he, he basically knew that God was gracious and merciful, basically as he described there in verse 2. And so he figured, Jonah figured, that if he didn't go to Nineveh, then Nineveh would not hear about this possible destruction that was coming, and therefore would not repent, and therefore would be destroyed. right? So so the the the, the common view here is, well, Jonah thought that if he didn't go, uh, Nineveh would be destroyed. And uh, so obviously, this view is you know you can you can understand it from the context here. Uh, Jonah didn't want God to show compassion on Nineveh. Jonah just said, look, God, I knew you were compassionate, merciful, right? All of those, you, you, you relent from doing evil, from destroying people and, and so on. And, and I knew that if I went to Nineveh and preached against them and they repented, that, that you wouldn't destroy them. And uh, so that's why I fled to Tarshish, you know? Um, you know, Jonah believes it's unacceptable to, to not have Nineveh destroyed. He, he doesn't believe that Nineveh deserves God's grace. So that's the first view. Now, very, very common view. Probably the most common view. Might be your view. Was my view for a long time. But this view doesn't work. Uh, it is true. Jonah is reluctant to declare God's message to the people of Nineveh, right? He He barely obeyed God there, as we saw in Jonah chapter 3. But it still doesn't explain why Jonah fled to Tarshish, doesn't? Uh, does it? Uh, Yeah, I mean, Jonah knew that if he preached and they repented, that God would probably not destroy the city. But again, if that's the case, couldn't Jonah have just stayed home? Right? Couldn't he have just refused to go? He could have just stayed home. Why did he get on a boat heading the opposite direction? This sort of leads to the second view that some people have. Some people say, well, the reason he got on the boat headed in the opposite direction is because he thought that if he went far enough away from Israel, this is why he got on a boat to Tarshish, which was a a port at the end edge of the known world. If he got on, he got to Tarshish, then uh, he would get to a place where God couldn't find him. Okay, And and people who hold this view, they point as evidence to uh, chapter 1, verse 3. And chapter 1, verse 10, where it says that Jonah was trying to flee from the presence of the Lord. And they say, see, he was trying to go to a place where God wasn't, where God wasn't at. And they go into this detail, but back then people thought that the gods were local and they tied to the land. And so if Jonah went to Tarshish, then God wouldn't be able to follow him there and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, and and so Jonah, that's the explanation. Now you might remember we talked about this uh, to some length back in our study of Jonah chapter one and Jonah chapter two. Uh, and, and so I'll just reiterate what we said there. There's lots of problems with this view. First of all, Jonah certainly knows that if he refused to go to Nineveh, okay, you know what God would do? He's just gonna. God would just raise up somebody else who would go to Nineveh. All right. That's that's how God always works. And by the way, the same thing applies for Jonah not going, just staying home. <laughs> Throughout scripture, even in the New Testament, we see time and time again that when God calls somebody to do something, if they don't do it, it's not God in heaven wringing his hands saying, oh no, no, my plan is thwarted because this one person wouldn't do what I asked. No, (laughs) God's creative and powerful enough. He's like, oh, well, too bad for them. They didn't do what I wanted. No big deal. I will just find somebody else. I will raise up somebody else to do what I want. Okay, so Jonah certainly knew that. Okay, So by him fleeing to Tarshish, it's not like God couldn't have raised up some other person to go to Nineveh and preach to them. Okay, So Jonah knew that. So fleeing to Tarshish, even if it was away from God's presence, it wasn't going to solve anything, wasn't going to stop anything, wasn't going to fix anything. So that doesn't work. But even still, this idea of fleeing from the presence of the Lord, that doesn't work. Jonah himself says... For example, in in, uh, chapter 1, verse 9, that the God he serves is the creator and ruler of the entire earth, the sea and dry land. Okay, so Jonah knows that God is everywhere, even in Tarshish. Even though it is true that lots of people at that time believed in sort of a local deity that was tied to the land, most Israelites, and especially Jonah, did not believe that about Yahweh about their god they believed there was only one god and he was the god of the entire world okay so Jonah even though this this fleeing from the presence of the lord thing it's a really really bad translation um it's uh the, the phrase there is is going from the face of the lord something like that and um it, it fleeing from the presence of the lord's a bad translation again we talked about that way back in chapter 1 Okay. Uh, in fact, what we saw there is what it really means when this, this Hebrew phrase here about the fe- turning from the face of the Lord, going from the face of the Lord, really what it was is a Hebrew idiom, uh, a figure of speech from ancient Near Eastern culture about despising the Lord's honor. And you might remember, again, uh, Jonah and Jesus, and in fact, the entire Bible is written in an honor-shame culture. They valued honor and shame, and uh, one of the main things you were supposed to do is protect your honor, the honor of your family, the honor of your clan, the honor of your country and your king, and especially, primarily, number one main thing, the honor of your God. And so Jonah, by getting on a boat headed for Tarshish, he was despising the Lord's honor. Okay? And that is why he got on a ship headed for Tarshish. Two, as as chapter 1, verses 3 and 10, both say, he got on a ship headed for Tarshish to despise the Lord's honor, despising the Lord's honor. Okay? And here is why, and so he's not just trying to flee from the presence of the Lord, okay? But this is why he got on a ship headed for Tarshish. Okay? And here's the answer. Why did he get on a ship headed for Tarshish? Well, so that he might despise the lord's honor we've actually seen it all the way along and only now just realizing it okay remember by the way we might say well what's the big deal with that okay back then again in an honor shame culture the most important thing was honor and to de- to behave dishonorably was the most shameful thing you could do especially in relationship to your god and as i've pointed out numerous times in our studies jonah's behavior In chapter one, and in chapter two, and really in chapter three, where he half heartedly barely obeyed God. Jonah's behavior is the worst possible sin a person like Jonah could commit. All right, you think of some of the worst possible sins a person can commit today. I don't know what it would be mass murder, maybe. All right, some people think might be suicide or. Or who knows what it might be? I don't know what you think is the worst possible sin. Take all of those. What Jonah does in fleeing to Tarshish is worse than all of those. Okay? It it would be like um, spitting in God's face, slapping God's face, giving God the middle finger and the words that go along with it. Okay? That's essentially what Jonah was doing. It's unforgivable Jonah's behavior. It's the worst possible sin a person could commit in Jonah's day. All right, so you didn't do what, what Jonah does here, despising the Lord's honor, you don't do to anybody, let alone to God. All right, so, so what Jonah is saying here in verse 2, I'm sorry, in verse, uh, verse 3, well, verses 2 and 3, is that since he knew God was not going to destroy Nineveh, this is why Jonah committed the worst of all possible sins in fleeing to Tarshish. Does that make any sense to you? Does that raise more questions? Why would Jonah purposefully, intentionally sin in the worst possible way? Well, the answer is because Jonah wanted God to kill him. Remember, what are the two pressing questions? Why does he flee to Tarshish? Why does he want to die? And we've now discovered that the answer that the second question he wants to die is really the answer to the first question. Jonah fled to Tarshish because he wants to die, but why? Why does Jonah want to die? Follow me here, Very, very important for understanding the book of Jonah. Why does Jonah want to die? Again, it's not because Jonah thought that if he died, this would keep God from proclaiming, you know the message God wanted proclaimed in Nineveh. again. If Jonah died, God would have just raised up somebody else. This is how God works. Okay? So it's not simply that Jonah wanted to die. I mean, look, look look at it this way. If it was just that Jonah wanted to die, maybe I should have rephrased the question. It's not just that Jonah wanted to die. If Jonah wanted to die, um, he could have committed suicide. He could have, uh, when he was on the boat, he could have just thrown himself into the sea. There's all sorts of ways Jonah could have died if he just wanted to die. No, the truth of the matter is what he actually wanted is for God to kill him. He sinned so badly because he wanted God to lash out at him in anger. Jonah doesn't just want to die. He wants God to kill him. And so this is why Jonah does the one thing he can think of, to make God as angry as he possibly can so that God in his anger will be forced to lash out at him and kill him. So what does he do? God says, "Go to Nineveh. Jonah says, you know, middle finger, middle finger in both hand. (laughs) I'm going to Tarshish, God. What are you going to do about it, huh? He blatantly disobeys God, spits in God's face, gives God the middle finger, slaps God in the face and says, now what? What are you going to do about it, God? Now why? Why, 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 why does Jonah do this? What is Jonah up to? Is it really just that Jonah is this petty prophet, you know, who hates Ninevites so much, you know, would rather be killed by God than obey God? No, 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 no. Jonah knows exactly what he is doing. He has a very good reason for it. What is the reason? Here's the reason. Are you ready? The reason is that as Jonah just said in verse two. He knew God was gracious and compassionate, taking long to get angry, having great loyalty, is sorry about doing evil. And Jonah doesn't like it. (laughs) Jonah does not like the way God is. From Jonah's perspective, God is much too lenient, right? Jonah believes. God should enforce better standards. God should punish right wrong people, I mean. Okay? Uh, he should punish evil people. God should kill wicked people. Right? Jonah is fully aware, okay, that if God killed wicked people, he himself would be killed. Right? Be- because he's just committed the worst sin possible. But that is exactly the point. Jonah was trying to force God to kill him. Jonah knows, okay, I just want to make sure you understand this. Jonah knows, as he just stated, that God doesn't kill sinners. But Jonah wants God to kill sinners. He doesn't like it that God doesn't kill sinners. Jonah wants to force God to kill sinners. And because this would mean that God would have to kill the Ninevites. So Jonah... To force God into the practice of killing sinners commits the worst possible sin a person could commit. When God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh, Jonah doesn't just disobey. Okay, He disobeys in the greatest possible way. He slaps God in the face. He doesn't just want to die. Okay, Jonah wants to force God to kill him. And here's why. If Jonah can force God to kill him, then... God will also be forced to kill the Ninevites, right? In a sense, Jonah is trying to set God against God. Let me put it a different way. Uh, Most Israelites at that time, in fact, most people even today, believe that uh, sin sets in motion a series of consequences which eventually fall back on their head, on the head of those who commit the sin in the first place, okay? Okay. I actually teach something similar in my books that sin bears its own punishment. I do believe that and that's sort of a topic for a different time but um, but but the, the bottom line ground premise belief teaching here is that that ultimately God doesn't even want that to happen. okay um, and, and but but Jonah knew that that, he, that that God doesn't behave this way that that um, God doesn't punish people for their sin, that God doesn't as much as he's able, that he doesn't withdraw from sin or let sin have its way with us. And Jonah hated this about God. He couldn't stand God's leniency. Jonah, l- l- let me put it bluntly, Jonah thinks God is a monster for not killing monsters. Okay? You've probably heard people make an identical complaint on Facebook or whatever. Bad things happen. Okay, Killers shoot people in Las Vegas, all right? Tyrants and dictators kill people, start wars, and people on Facebook and in the news, and if God is there, how come he didn't stop this? How come he allowed this? If God is really all-powerful and loving and just, he should have stepped in, he would have stepped in. Exactly what Jonah is saying here. Jonah thinks God is a monster for not killing monsters, and so what does Jonah do? Jonah himself becomes a monster in the hopes of getting God to kill him, so that then God would be forced to kill the Ninevites. Also, and this is why, by the way, Jonah is so happy in Jonah chapter two when he thinks he's going to be die by digestion in the belly of the fish. Remember that we looked at all that, okay? the reason Jonah is happy that he's going to die in the belly of the fish, that's what he thought. Remember, he did not know, did not think, did not ask to escape from the belly of the fish. He didn't know that was coming. He thought he was going to die there. You were in the belly of a fish, that's what you would think too. There's no getting out of that. Okay? And so he was happy there. Why was he happy? Well, he said, because now he's going to stand before God in his holy temple. Right. And what is Jonah going to say to God in his holy temple? Hey, God. You killed me because I was such a wicked, evil sinner. I spit in your face, and because of that, you killed me. Good job, God. That's what you should do. Now, you see those wicked Ninevites down there? Well, you've just proven that you kill sinners. You killed me. So, God, you must kill them as well. That's what Jonah was thinking and hoping and praying for, all the way through this story. Jonah fled to Tarshish so he could sin in the worst possible way, become a monster in everybody else's eyes. His sin there, worse than any sin the Ninevites had had committed, in the hopes that God would kill him. And so Jonah could then say, God, it would only be right, just, and fair for you to also kill the Ninevites. But God doesn't want to kill anybody for their sin. Not Jonah and not the Ninevites. (laughs) And so now here in chapter 4, Jonah is furious about it. And he accuses God of committing evil. And right here in his prayer, he tries once again to get God to strike him dead. He basically says here in verse 3, God, kill me now. I know I deserve it. You know I deserve it. So do it. It's better this way. Come on, God. I dare you. If Jonah can get God to kill him for his sin, Jonah has the right to demand that God also kill the Ninevites. And that's why Jonah fled to Tarshish. That's why Jonah wanted to die. He was trying to get God to kill him so that he could stand before God and say, you killed me for my sin. Now you kill them for theirs. Wow. Honestly, we sort of understand where Jonah's coming from, don't we? I mean, take a look at the world. It's hard to believe God's in charge, isn't it? We sometimes often think we could do a better job running the world than he is. I mean, all the rapists and murderers and dictators, he just lets them do whatever they want? Why doesn't he stop the child molesters and those who sell little girls into sex slavery? I mean, what's he doing? <laughs> Why isn't he stopping them? We want him to stop them. And, you know, sometimes we we, we recognize that if he was going to stop them, he would stop us as well because we also commit sin. And I've heard many people, I've said it myself, I said, fine, if that's what it is, <laughs> If he's going to kill me so that he also stops all the child molesters and slavers and rapists and murderers, fine. So be it. Do it, God. Just do it. That's what Jonah is saying here as well. He's trying to force God to start running the world the way we humans think it should be run. Jonah does it by trying to get God to kill him. But God doesn't, and so Jonah is angry. Terence Fretheim, he's noticed this about Jonah, and he says, God is too much like an indulgent father who spares the rod and spoils the child. God is too lenient a judge. He stands too ready to forgive the guilty, let punishment go unrendered. There comes a point, Jonah thinks, when God must not let the evil go unpunished. And this is certainly the case with the wicked Ninevites. That's a hard teaching. And again, we understand where Jonah's coming from. We want a God who lets judgment fall, who lets wrath come, who withdraws from sinners. To let sin have its way with us, but that is not what God is like, and that is not what God does. God sets uh, sets out in verse four to try to explain this to Jonah, and to you and me as well. And uh, we'll begin to look at that next time when we pick back up there in Jonah 4.4. Between now and then, uh, look, I invite you to join my advanced reader team. Uh, you'll get my books for free in advance. And you can help me make them better by pointing out my mistakes and then also writing a review about them on Amazon when they're published. And, uh, you know, the reason is, I mean, obviously I want help, but really it's so that the truths you're learning here on this podcast that are helping set you free, i put a lot of these in my books as well. And then when people like you help me spread the word about the books, other people can be set free. So, So that's why I invite you to join the Advanced Reader Team, make my books better and then help spread the word about them. It's a way that you can partner with me. Anyway, to join the team, just fill out the application at redeeminggod.com ART for Advanced Reader Team, ART, to get started. And I hope to see you there, and I hope to see you back here next week when we pick up with Jonah 4:4. Until then, keep following Jesus wherever it is he leads.